Shut up and sit down. All right, so I'm back again with what is not really a full episode, but I do have some stuff to say and to update you guys on the five of you that are out there. Um, I guess this qualifies as a MOF, a my opinion is fact, but I don't think much of what I'm going to say today is all that controversial. I, like many, most of you, actually, I hope, are at home, hunkered down with, your, with my family. Uh, that's what I'm doing, working my day job full time from home. Uh, we're on a rotational schedule in the office, and uh, I'm not scheduled to be in until late April. Are my wife and I perhaps drinking more wine right now than we would be normally? Probably. Maybe. Maybe not. Either way, don't judge us. Actually, before I get into the meat of the episode, sorry, uh, I just want to, I think it's important to thank all the doctors and nurses and janitors and garbage men and people working at grocery stores and restaurants doing the takeout and anyone else who has to be working right now during this pandemic. Thank you very much. The isolation might be tough for the rest of us, but you know, at the end of the day, we have it pretty easy. Okay, back to wine. Before this all went down, I, I'd actually been prepping for a couple of real episodes. Um, you know, I actually put together plans and had scheduled some stuff with some guests. But what we were going to talk about doesn't seem nearly as important right now, honestly. It seemed a little bit tone deaf uh, for me to move forward with some of those, some of that stuff. So I've decided to kind of shelve that stuff. I'm going to rework a couple of them, hoping to do some recording soon, hopefully as soon as next week, but I'll touch on that a little bit later. The first thing I really want to talk about, um, you know, I think if you're listening to this or you read my blog or you see me on social media, I think you realize that wineries are, str- are struggling right now. Um, or if they're not struggling yet, they easily could be. I want to just want to talk quickly about how you can help your local wineries during this pandemic. By now, I think most of the wineries that we cover on the Cork Report are closed uh, for regular operations. And honestly, if they aren't closed, they should be. I do see there are some wineries open in certain states. There are governors that seem to be dragging their feet and allowing for dumb shit like, you can be open if you have five or fewer people in your tasting room. That's just irresponsible. And I, I wish those, those folks would just close their tasting rooms. I know why they want to stay open. I know it's a hard decision. I know it's going to be hard to make up the lost revenue, but the virus is more important than that. I'm sorry. We all need to be doing the social distancing for it to work. So just keep that in mind. But there are ways that we, and I'm, I'm using the collective we, the, the wine lovers we, can help all of our favorite local wineries. Uh, I recently wrote a piece for Edible Long Island covering some of the ways, but I thought I'd run through them here too. I know you've probably heard at least some of this already, but just in case, let's go through it again. I know some of you are slow learners. First, stay home. Even if your local winery is open for normal business, which it shouldn't be, you should stay home. Order wine and either go pick it up outside or have them deliver it to you. Just stay home. It's better for you. It's better for the winery employees. You can still get your wine. And that leads me to the second way you can help local wineries. Keep buying wine. Wineries need to generate money right now. You buying wine is a great way for them to do that. And almost every winery that I've come across is offering some sort of deal right now, either free shipping if you buy enough wine or discounts or both. 
I've compiled a list of as many of these offers as I can find up on my website. So just go to the corkreport.us and it's right up there on the homepage in the upper right. Just go do it. I'm doing it. I, I know many of you already are doing it. I, I've seen the, I've seen you, you know, several of you have even, even posted me the uh, pictures of the boxes that, um, <laughs> that have arrived. That's great. Thanks so much. I know the wineries really appreciate it. Just keep doing that. Talk to several general managers and winery owners this week, and it seems like it's working, which is great. But um, you know, is this is that sustainable for the next however many weeks or months they have to operate that way? I don't think anybody knows uh, at this point. Third thing: if you are any in any winery wine clubs, please stay in those wine clubs. Hell, if you can join another one, please do it. Wineries are dealing with a lot of unknowns right now, and wine clubs are an important, stable source of predictable income for those wineries. It can be the rare known right now in a land of a lot of unknowns. And I know, this, I guess this is the fourth thing, I know there are people out there who maybe love wine, but they enjoy the winery experience even more, and that's what really draws them to local wineries. So during doing curbside pickup doesn't really you know, do it for them. Okay, then buy a gift certificate that you can use once the wineries reopen for regular business. It gets the wineries the money they need today, and you can get your agritainment later if you prefer it that way. The last thing I'm telling anyone who will listen to me, which depending on who you are, maybe you don't, that you should be doing to help the wineries is call your local representatives. There's a relief package working its way through bureaucracy right now, but I honestly don't know how much of that We'll get to local wineries. Uh, I'm, I'm not an expert in policy. So if wineries are going to survive, they're going to need local, state, and federal help. You can help make sure that that happens by contacting your representatives. If you're not sure how to do that, Google it. It's not difficult to go out to Google and find it yourself. So yeah, that's how you can help local wineries through this tough moment in their history. I know a lot of people are feeling isolated right now. I am too a little bit. Um, you're missing your friends and missing things, to, miss, missing having things to look forward to. Earlier this week, my Cork Report colleague, Gina Shea, and I announced that this Saturday, March 28th, is going to be open that bottle of local wine night because, you know, we people need something to look forward to. And, uh, and Frank Morgan of the blog Drink What You Like is doing something similar f- focused on Virginia. So I, I, I kind of took that and Gina and I had been talking about doing something similar earlier in the week. And um, we're going to just just take what Frank is doing and blow it out for, you know, the, the, the entire country, the entire continent, because I know there's some folks in, in uh, Canada who are going to be t- joining us as well. If you're listening to this podcast, I know you have local wine at home. Maybe it's a special bottle you've been holding on to. Maybe it's something you drink any day that ends in Y. Either way, tomorrow night, March 28th, open that bottle or bottles depending on, <laughs> depending on, on how medicinal you, you need the evening to be. Post a picture of it on whatever social media channels you use and just use the hashtag openlocalwine so that we can all see it. And, and I'm planning to share any posts that I see with that. So open the wine, enjoy it with your family, and maybe think about buying a replacement bottle or three from the winery <laughs> that you bought it from originally just to help them out. Originally, I, I really had no idea how big this might get. Oh, and I should mention that I'm borrowing it from Frank. Frank's borrowing it from from Dottie and John, the former um, wine columnist for the Wall Street Journal. And they've been super gracious. And they're actually going to be taking part tomorrow night, which is awesome. But this whole thing is really spread. I mean, I posted the, the picture, I don't even know what day. It was earlier this week. And uh, 
this this morning, I got some emails from folks from California and Nebraska and even Florida asking if they're quote unquote allowed to participate. And I told them, of course you are. If you have a local winery near you, you qualify. You know, almost everything I do is is East Coast and obviously New York heavy, but right now isn't a time for arbitrary state lines. You know, that doesn't matter. L- local wine is local wine. And all these, especially the, the small family-run wineries that, you know, might not have deep pockets and be able to ride this out for weeks and weeks or months and months, you know, they really need our help. And um, so if this simple hashtag and concept helps them sell a little bit more wine, I'm all for it. But yeah, I think it could turn out to be pretty big. Uh, more importantly, I hope it's fun. The last thing, as any of you who know me in person, you know, because we, we all have our virtual personas. If you do know me in person, you know I tend to be a little more introverted in person. Still opinionated, but definitely introverted. Uh, you would think social distancing would be right in my wheelhouse, and in some ways it is. But I'll be honest, I'm kind of rethinking my dream of one day living as a hermit in the woods with a great wine cellar. It's still my, still my eventual dream, my, my goal, but I'm changing that just a little bit. Uh, with that in mind, if anyone in and around the wine industry is interested in having a conversation, whether it ends up as an episode on this podcast or not, just let me know. Um, it's an open invite. And that's really it for today. Um, thanks for listening. I really do hope to crank out some more of these in coming weeks. Hopefully these conversations that I just opened the invitation for will happen and we can really have some interesting conversations. And I'm sure some of them are going to be COVID-19 centric, at least at first. But I'm hoping we can find some ways together to get beyond that and get back to the the fun part of wine. But anyway, so yes, I'm hoping to do more of these soon. You may hear my kids or my dogs or both in the background because that's kind of, you know, we're all here all the time now. But I I think we're all kind of a bit more forgiving of those things right now, aren't we? That's it for now. And I, I hope to see as many of you on the interwebs tomorrow night for open that bottle of local wine night as possible. Cheers and uh, stay safe, everybody. Stay home. Thanks for listening to this episode of More Than Drinkable presented by The Cork Report, a website that focuses on wines, wineries, and winemakers from up and down the East Coast and the Midwest. Visit our website at thecorkreport.us where our team of writers is always putting out great new stories and wine reviews. I hope that you'll subscribe to More Than Drinkable on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And while you're at it, if you like the show, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Apparently it helps us get more listeners and that would be nice. That's it for now. Keep drinking with an open mind. See you next time.